This is Brother Bob with the Joy of the Lord podcast. This is Tuesday, the 25th of May. And today we're going to look at assurance of salvation. Uh, Our first verse we'll look at is Job 19, 25 through 27, which reads as follows. I know my Redeemer lives, and that in the end he will stand upon the earth. And after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God. I myself will see him with my own eyes. I will behold him, I and not another. How my heart yearns within me. And uh, our next scripture is from Romans eight sixteen through 17. Uh, and the subheading here, My spirit testifies... Oh, wait. <laughs> the spirit, meaning the Holy Spirit, testifies with our spirits. Well, let's look at Romans eight sixteen through 17, reading as follows. The Spirit of... The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God, and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory, in his glory... And the next verse we'll look at is First um, John four, thirteen through sixteen, which uh, a kind of a subtopical heading for that would be, we know that we live in Him, and know and rely on the love of God has uh, the love of God God has for us. So we know that we live in Him. We know and rely on the love God has for us. Okay, so let's look at First John uh, four, thirteen through sixteen, which reads as follows: We know that we live in Him, and He is in us because He has given us of His Spirit, and we have seen and testify that the Father has sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in him, and he is in God. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. And these are the things, uh, when you really think of it, that assures us of our saving faith. And we all know this to be true. It's like we're listening to... You know, the deepest uh, yearnings of our hearts as created beings are satisfied in knowing the Father through the Son and knowing what He's purposed for us, which is union, which is to have Him in us and us in Him and we in Christ. And um, we know now the purpose for which we were made. And the Westminster Confession of Faith uh well, it's the very first question and answer uh, when when it asked um, 
what is the chief end or purpose for man? And the response is to know him and to enjoy him and to glorify him forever. So isn't that what happens when we trust in Jesus? Don't we have assurance of salvation because we know we're marked? Uh, We have a, let's say, a circumcision of our hearts. He's taken our hearts of stone, uh, which were rebellious towards him, flinty, hard-hearted, haters of God, really. And he's taken our hearts of stone, and there has been a, well, a regeneration. He's taken the hearts of stone, and he's made them into hearts of flesh, tender to his touch, conformable to his will, desiring to please him and wanting to obey him. And this is a, a miraculous work. This is the work of salvation. This is the work of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth, who leads us and guides us into all truth, about sin, about righteousness, which uh, apart from Christ we have none. But it is through Christ that God now sees us as righteous, (laughs) righteous in his sight, acceptable, uh, and adopted to be heirs and co-heirs and joint heirs, to have the signet ring of sonship, the robe of righteousness, and the scepter of, uh, well, our Father. You know, we are in the family. We are a chosen people, a peculiar people, a royal priesthood, (laughs) and uh, we are called to give him praise and to acknowledge his great kindness, his great love, and uh, to give him all the praise for we now have purpose, meaning, identity in Christ Jesus. We have the love of the Father that we can really experience personally and continually in a relationship with him that will go on throughout all eternity. And aren't we glad? I mean, I, I, you know, I didn't, I only lived, I only existed prior to the Spirit regenerating me and giving me understanding of my woefulness before a holy God to, to echo what the prophet Isaiah had said in the second chapter of Isaiah, where he says, Woe unto me, a man of unclean lips, dwelling amongst a people of unclean lips. I am undone. The Apostle Paul, he said the same thing. He said, that thing that I would do that is profitable and beneficial, I don't. And that thing that uh, I do... I don't wish to do. Oh, sinful man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? The answer, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Well, let's look at our next verse. And it's 1 John 5, 13. 
Um, our subheading here is, You may know that you have eternal life. So let's read uh, 1 John 5:13, which reads as follows, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know that you have eternal life. Well, there you are. You want assurance of salvation? It is there in that verse. You hear that, right? I write to you these things so you who, you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you may know that you have eternal life. Hallelujah. <laughs> and uh, let's look at Second Timothy uh, chapter 1, verse 12. Paul had this assurance of eternal life. Let's read as follows. I know whom I have believed, and I'm convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him for that day. So he knows that that good work which was begun in him, uh, he is faithful to complete it until the day of Christ, which is another verse <laughs> in the New Testament, which is, you know, in effect, saying the same thing. I know who I have believed in. You know that old song? Remember that? Oh, it's, it's just, I just love that verse. We have entrusted our salvation to him until that day. Wow. Now let's look at 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. And uh, the subheading here says, Now we are the children of God, and we shall be like him. Reading like uh, as follows. How great is the love of the Father. How great. Let's try that again. How great is the love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Dear friends, now we are children of God and what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. Wow. I love what it says here. It says, but we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. Our last verse that we'll look at uh, this time around is First Peter chapter 1, verses 3 through 5. And uh, the subheading here, a Christian has a living hope through Christ's resurrection. Let us read. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, 
He has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade, kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. Wow. I wish I could find that wonderful song from the past that, uh, again, taps into the assurance we have in Jesus. I love this Second Timothy 1.12. I know whom I have believed, and I'm convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him for that day. I can just hear that melody in my head. I just can't remember the lyrics. Next time we meet, I'll bring you the lyrics, okay? Well, let's just give God all the praise that we can be assured that, well, he's given us uh, hope, a living hope. Not just that, but a precious down payment on our inheritance in Jesus because he's given us his spirit. Wow, that precious down payment from our inheritance. Uh, We've had a circumcision of the heart via the Holy Spirit, that heart of stone. He's converted to a heart of flesh through the regeneration by the Spirit. Wow. So we just want to thank the Father that though we fail him, he'll not fail us. You remember at Calvary, when Christ gave up the ghost before he gave it up and released himself onto the Father, he said, uh, it is finished. And what he's saying, in effect, is that good work on our behalf, well, all has been done. There is nothing else necessary to obtain eternal life and acceptance by the Father through the Son, for he completed at Calvary his full work. His completed work at Calvary was the dying unto death for our sins. God meted out his white-hot wrath upon his Son that we might be accepted if we trust in Jesus we will be accepted into the Father's hands. And it is finished, meaning there's nothing else that can be done. All that has been done uh, has been accomplished. It is finished. Nothing else is uh, a necessity. There's not a necessity for anything else. He's done all that is necessary to bring us into sonship, Uh, you know one accord if you will Uh, uh, oneness with the Father through the Son by the Spirit has been achieved through Christ's sacrificial death at Calvary and if you are among the elect and have responded to his regeneration of your hearts of stone 
making them tender to his touch and conformable to his will, and you have then placed your trust in the one who died for you, you're accepted uh, by the Father. And we just want to thank and praise and give you thanksgiving, Lord God, that though we fail you, you'll not fail us. And though we fail you, we fail you continually. We do every day and act, thought, and deed. Um, we are going through a process, and the Holy Spirit works with us to sanctify us, to set us apart for God through Jesus. And uh, how thankful we are, Father, that uh, you take us and you work with us every day to change our desires, uh, that we would want to please you and that we would want to do that which is acceptable to you is a work you do in our hearts. And that good work you began in us you are faithful to complete until the day of Christ. And how thankful we are that we have this assurance. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation. Wow. Purchased of God. <laughs> wow. Wrought by his spirit. Bought with his blood. This is my story. This is my song praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. Well, I invite you all once more to keep on looking up until that day that Christ returns. We don't know when it will be, but we all keep looking up and it is, since we are set apart for him and we love him, it will be a great day. We have nothing to fear because uh, this is his will. And it's, uh, you know, I love that verse, Jeremiah, you know, uh, 2911, which says, uh, God has a plan for your life, not to harm you, but to give you a hope and a future. And we do indeed. We have all eternity. <laughs> and a Savior who is a soon-coming King. And we'll see him on that glorious day when the, you hear the shout of the archangel and the sound of the trump. First the dead in Christ will rise, and then we who are living will be caught up in the air. And in the twinkling of an eye, we will be transformed. Wow. <laughs> Get that great getting up morning fare thee well, fare thee well I can't wait and I know you're with me on that well we'll see you Lord willing on the next occasion on the Joy of the Lord podcast this is Brother Bob looking forward to gathering together with you and looking forward to his great glorious appearing keep on looking up it's Brother Bob Bye.